the Lord. Lift your hands and let's love the King together. Amen. Bless his wonderful name, O oh, gracious and wonderful Savior. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Bless that wonderful name of the Lord. Great is our God and greatly to be praised. And his name is wonderful. Man, bless the holy name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, I want to obey the Holy Ghost today. Amen. I certainly feel a way out of my league. But I know a God that's not out of his league. He'll make up the difference. We'll have church together today. Amen. Appreciate these great men. I remember when I started hearing about PSR. I would question everybody that came by and every evangelist. What about it? And I'd pick out of them everything I could find out about PSR. I was so amazed to hear that they were people that were still preaching this glorious message. Standing for this glorious truth. And I was so thrilled. And last year we were blessed to come. And these men have come and blessed us so much. And Brother Morton, Brother Booker, Brother Wilson, Brother Keyes. It's been such a blessing to our church camp meeting. We're just delighted to be here today to lift up the name of the Lord together. Amen. I appreciate some folks from our church. We've got about three families. Brother and Sister Burr, and my mother, wife, son, daughter, daughter-in-law. A bunch of good friends. And they've all said they were going to help me today. Having sympathy on me or for me. Amen. I appreciate it. Hallelujah. And I'm going to do my best to obey the Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm going to do my best to just feel like I'm back home in North Little Rock. Amen. And do what God's laid up on my soul to do today. Hallelujah. The devil's a liar and the truth is not in him. There's victory in Jesus. If there's anything that stirs me up, man, it's when people start talking about that you can't have revival in this hour. I don't believe them. Amen. That's what thrills me about these great men. Amen. The fact that they believe in holiness and believe that you can have revival and then have an excellent spirit on top of all of that. Amen. It's wonderful. Praise God. If you have your Bibles, I want to read a few verses of Scripture here today from Genesis, the 26th chapter. In the 18th verse. And Isaac digged again the wells of water which they had digged in the days of Abraham his father. For the Philistines had stopped 
them after the death of Abraham. And he called their names after the names by which his father had called them. And Isaac's servants digged in the valley and found there a well of springing water. 25th verse. And he built it an altar there and called upon the name of the Lord and pitched his tent there. And there Isaac's servants digged a well. 32nd verse. And it came to pass the same day that Isaac's servants came and told him concerning the well which they had digged and said unto him, We have found water. We have found water. Go with me to James, the second chapter and the 17th verse. James said, Even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. And everybody say glory. glory. And I want to preach to you by the help of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Go dig a well. Amen. Hand me a shovel. Let's dig a well. Let's have a miracle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Reach over and put your hand on someone's shoulder if it's appropriate. Let's join together in prayer. Believe him right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we believe you, Jesus. We believe you, Jesus. Our faith is in you, Jesus. Speak to us today, God. Use us to your glory and use us to your honor, oh God. Touch us with your power. Touch us with your presence. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, come on. The devil don't like a prayer meeting like this. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. My, 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 I feel revival today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You can be seated. We're living in a generation, we're living in an hour when people want something for nothing. They want a, a religion, they do nothing. They want to receive something and give up nothing. They do not want to make any kind of consecration. They do not want to make any kind of commitment. It's back to the old get rich quick scheme and idea. They're looking for some easy way out, some cheap way, some way that it does not cost them anything. They don't have to get involved, don't have to give up, don't have to change, don't have to turn around. 
This is the hour that we are living in. But I'm here to tell you, if you don't give up something, you didn't get nothing. If you didn't change, you didn't receive anything. Because this power of the Holy Ghost to make a new creature out of you. It'll turn you around and make a new man out of you. That's what the Holy Ghost will do in your life. Amen. But we're living in this day and in this hour when people are seeking for something for nothing. This is the whole idea. Give up nothing and get everything. The get rich scheme. We've seen them all pass through one after another. From Amway, I guess y'all have heard of that all the way out here, to you, you name it. Silver rain and everything else has passed by. Get rich quick. All kind of schemes and all kind of ideas. How to get something for nothing. But I think surely by now we are convinced they're just, it does not work. And it will not work. And it has never worked. And it never will work. The same spirit has lapsed over into the church and has become a part of the church to a certain degree and gotten a hold of the hearts of men and women to think that they're going to get something for nothing. I'm so amazed how good saints can get so impressed by some of these fantastic stories that people tell. Some of these things they come up with. I'm amazed, amazed at home, our own church, how good rock-solid saints can be so impressed by some of the things that they hear and be so moved by it. I'll never forget back a few years ago, I had an evangelist for three weeks. And for three weeks, he told story after story, amazing things. Things, and I've been in this all of my life, and I've been around people that preach miracles and the gifts of the Spirit and seen tremendous healings and tremendous things happen. But I'm going to tell you, it was nothing to compare with the stories that this man had to tell and the miracles that he said that had happened and all the things. You're talking about a, a impressing a church and moving a church for three solid weeks. He did that. They were so amazed at the things that they heard. They, uh, it had swept them totally off their feet. They were amazed at how mighty and how they, he just spoke a word and when he spoke it, it happened. Of course, the amazing thing that was that Nothing happened right there in that given three weeks. But I, I got disturbed in all this, and I was troubled in my mind, and, and I started to fast, and I fasted three days praying and seeking God because I knew there was trouble in the flock, and there was trouble in the church, and trouble with this man. And, and uh, at the end of that three-day fast, in fact, he even made a remark while I was fasting, said, I wonder if he's fasting to close out this revival. Well, I'll tell you what happened. The revival did close on that Sunday night. And I went back to church on that Wednesday night to a bunch of people. And I'm telling you, they were just sitting there in awe looking at me. Now, pastor, what are you going to do? And what are you going to say? And what kind of story do you have to tell? But after about those three days of fasting and seeking God, amazing as it may be, God spoke a word to me. And I began to hear a voice talking to me and speaking to my heart. And over and over, moving in my spirit, and this is what it was. He was speaking to me to go tell him, tell him, and they toiled all night, and they caught nothing. Hallelujah. And I got up on that Wednesday night, and I began to preach to them what God had laid upon my heart. I said, get back out and get back in the boat. Amen. And go fishing again. And it doesn't make any difference if you're tall all night and you hadn't caught anything. You just keep on fishing. 
You just keep on fishing because I'm here to tell you God's got it all in control. And in the process of time, in the process of you obeying God, in the process of you just being out there, throwing out the nets and pulling them in, and throwing them out and pulling them in, and throwing back out and pulling back in, and they're empty, there's no fish in them, just do it again and just keep on doing it, and just keep on praying, and just keep on believing, and just keep on coming to church, and just keep on walking with God, and just keep on living for God, and just keep on doing what's right, and some way, somehow, at some time, and at some point, I'm telling you, God's going to step on the scene, and He's going to give you more than you ever dreamed that would ever happen. Oh, devil, you're a liar, and the truth is not in you. Devil, you're a liar. The truth is not in you. I'm here to tell you today, we are the people of God. We have been called out of darkness into this marvelous light. God has filled us with His Spirit. He's anointed us with His power. I don't care what the people of this world has got to say. I'm telling you, God is with us. Hear me, church. Hear me, saints of the Most High. Don't get weary and don't give up. I'm telling you, you may hear all these fantastic stories and wonder why doesn't it happen to me? And why doesn't it happen in my ministry? And why does not God do it for me? Oh, just stay out there and keep on working and keep on praying and keep on believing and keep holding on and keep trusting and keep walking with God. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. I understand that devil stomping ideal came all the way from the west coast back to Arkansas. Amen, stomp your feet right now. Amen, the devil's a liar and the truth is not in him. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We got a generation that wants something for nothing. But I tell you what you need, you need your shovel and you need to go dig your well. Amen. That's all you need. Get your own well dug out, and that's all that you needed. Hallelujah. Your own experience and your own walk with God. Quit whining. Quit sucking your thumb. And quit complaining. Quit murmuring. Quit finding fault. Quit getting aggravated at the man across town. Quit getting aggravated at the man down the street. Quit getting aggravated at your neighbor. The way God is blessing them and what God's doing for them, get your mind off of them and get your mind on your own business. Hallelujah. And just get out there and toil. And just keep on toiling. And just keep on working. And just keep on believing. 
Oh yes! Oh yes! I know what people want. They want a magic wand and they want somebody to pass it over them and just give them a word from the Lord. I mean, just give me a miracle. Just do something for me, preacher. I'm doing something for you today. Get out there and call. I mean, stay with it and keep on working and keep on praying and keep on believing. Yes! Yes, the devil's a liar! It amazes me how that the, when they divided the land and Israel received their inheritance, how the sons of Joseph, the, the Bible said the children of Joseph, he, they came to Joshua and they said, listen, we have received one lot and we have received one portion. And we want to tell you something, Joshua. We are a great people. We are a mighty people. And you have given us this little narrow strip of land. And this is all that we have. Hallelujah. And Joshua looked back at them and said, indeed, yes. You are a great people. You are a mighty people. He said, go out there in the woods and get you an axe and cut down them trees and dig you out some land and run the Philistines off of it and run the enemy off of it. And you can have all of this earth you want. Just get out there and get with it. You can have whatever you want. Just go get it. Just go run them off. Lord, Lord, Lord. I have to believe that if Joseph, their old dad, could have heard them talking, he would have been ashamed of them to have heard them boys whining around and complaining and fussing about their one lot and their one portion. I believe he would have been upset at them. A man that had went through all kind of hardship and could have went through all kind of problems, sold by his brothers, abused by them, then threw into jail and an innocent man that he was, and suffered two years while the baker forgot about him. All the hardships that he went through, and now generations later, his boys are going to Joshua, sucking their thumb, feeling sorry for themselves, We've got one lot, and we've got one little portion over here. Joshua, we want you to give us something. We want you to do something for us. And Joshua said, hey, big boys, uh, you look like mighty big boys to me. Uh, just get your axe uh, and uh, get your armor on uh, and go out there and drive the giants off uh, and cut down the trees uh, and take shovels uh, and dig up the stumps uh, and make you farmland uh, and just have whatever you want. Joseph that had suffered so much to raise such heathens as this the hardship and the problems that he had went through sad times of his life and then finally he comes to the victory and, and the dream and the miracle that God has given and how God is going to bless him 
And then he, he's blessed with a wife. And Manasseh, he has a son. And it meant, hath made me forget all of my toil and all of my father's house. And then he has Ephraim. When he sees that little baby boy, something swells up in his heart and says, God hath caused me to be fruitful in a land of mine afflictions. Oh, I'm here to tell you. If we'll just stay steadfast, hallelujah, and not start whining and complaining and become envious and jealous of one another, but just keep on walking with God and serving God and doing our part and doing our best. And I wonder why everybody else gets blessed besides me. I'll tell you what, dude, there's plenty of blessings for you too, hon. Hallelujah. Just go out there and take it away from the devil. Just go out there and do it. Just go out there and work on it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know what it is? People don't want to get their hands dirty. Their hands don't fit the shovel. They don't want to work. They don't want to put forth no effort. They don't want to bring their flesh under subjection. They don't want to do the will of God. It's too much trouble for them to pray. It's too much trouble for them to fast. I tell you, I'll tell them back home. Amen. I tell you, I'll tell them like this. You know what you've got to do when it comes time for morning prayer meeting? I have people all the time asking about uh, outreach. I said, yes, sir, we have outreach. It's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Saturday. It begins at 5 o'clock in the morning, and it lasts to 9 o'clock. We have a Holy Ghost outreach. But I'm telling you, it's not easy. You've got to get this flesh, and this is what I tell them. You've got to get it by the nap of the neck and say, get up, flesh, and get out of that bed and go to the house of God. You know what some people rather do? They'd rather sit on the sideline and be jealous of their brother. Oh, oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah! Oh, I believe it in the Holy Ghost today. I believe I'm going to connect with a little saint here that's been struggling with some things and maybe been struggling with a prayer life uh, and your faith is going to be rebuilt. Uh, hallelujah. That prayer really does work. Uh, that God is really alive. Uh, that it's not some kind of magic trick. Uh, it's not some kind of magic personality. Uh, it's not some type of great ability. Uh, but it's somebody with enough discipline uh, to get up uh, and say, Devil, you're a liar. I know my God is real. I know my God is a miracle worker. And I'm not going to turn loose I said I'm not going to turn loose until I have the miracle hallelujah hallelujah reach over and touch someone again now believe with me again in the name of Jesus 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 Devil, you're a liar. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. Imohotia Masie. 
Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Woo! Oh, Jesus! Oh, Jesus! Hallelujah. We talk about the world, we make fun of the world, and if we're not careful as Pentecostals, we'll be in the biggest rat race of all. Worrying about what somebody else is doing. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you about my God. It doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter how big you are. It doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter who you know. I'm telling you, all you need is a shovel and dig you out a well and get a connection with God and get a move of the Holy Ghost in your soul. Hallelujah, hallelujah. That's what thrills me about these brothers is their love for the truth and love for this message. It seems that their only interest is just to have a move of God and see people get the Holy Ghost. And my God, help me as a preacher and a pastor. My Lord, I mean, we've eaten all the steaks that we can eat, seems like. And we've worn wonderful clothes and cars and all these things isn't it time for us to focus on the world and souls and people that need god and a move of god in this late and evil hour that we're living in oh the devil hates this church the devil hates this truth the devil hates you good people Amen. Standing by your pastor. Holding up your pastor's hand. Helping him preach the truth. Amen. And him. Backing him. Living the life. Walking with God. Willing to go to a prayer room. Willing to commit to a fast day. Devil hates this. Devil hates this. Because he knows it'll work. If we get a hold of our flesh and discipline in our flesh and get it by the nap of the neck and make it do what it needs to do I'm telling you our God is faithful he will not forsake us he will not fail us he will not turn his back on us I'm telling you he'll always come through he will always do his part he said I will not leave you I will not forsake you but I'll go with you all the way even until the end Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Devil's a liar. Amen. Hallelujah. I won't see revival and victory greater and greater and greater. Amen. Hallelujah. How was it that Jehoshaphat could have always been getting mixed up in the family of Ahab? One time was not enough for him. He does it again with his son. His son says, will you go to battle with me? And Jehoshaphat says, yes, I'll go with you. And the Bible said they went seven days and they were without water. They said, what are we going to do? We're going to die in this wilderness because we don't have water. Jehoshaphat, same story, same verse. He says, is there not a man of God somewhere that can tell us what we need to do? Hallelujah. I'm glad preaching has still got the answer. Amen. I came last year to PSR, and every time, amen, I'd have a handkerchief wringing wet 
with tears, a weeping and a crying while preachers preach this word of God and stirred up my heart and put something in my soul said I want to go home and I'm going to fight harder than I've ever fought before. I'm going to believe for more than I've ever believed far before. Is there not a prophet? Somebody said, yes, there is a prophet. His name is Elisha. And they bring, go to Elisha. And when he sees the king of Israel, he said, I want to tell you something. If you hadn't brought Jehoshaphat with you, I wouldn't even look at you. You reprobate you. You God-hater you. You better be glad that you were in the company of the right people. Hallelujah. I want to rub shoulders with the right people. People that love this message and love this truth. He said, I'll tell you what you do. You get an instrument of music and you begin to play. And as they begin to play that instrument, the Spirit of the Lord came upon him and spoke to him what for them to do. He said, this is what God has got to say. You go to the valley and you make the valley full of ditches. Dig ditches everywhere across that whole valley. You're not going to see no wind and you're not going to see no clouds. There's not going to be no thunderstorm. There's not going to be no rain. But I'm going to tell you about this great and mighty God. He's going to fill the ditches with water. You just go do what I said to do. Hallelujah. Seven days and no water. Get the shovel out.
in. Amen. You just go ahead and dig the ditch. You just go ahead and dig the ditch. Because it's not going to be rain. You just have faith. Oh, but you don't understand. We haven't had water for seven days. And it's dry. That don't make any difference. Just dig the ditch in faith. You just go ahead and turn the dust back. You just go ahead and take the shovel and keep digging. Until this whole valley, everybody say whole valley. Say it with me again. Whole valley is full of ditches. I mean just dry, empty holes. Just keep on digging. Just keep on digging. Dig ditches. Keep digging ditches. Oh, Jesus, help us, Lord. Speak to our hearts, Lord. Somebody wants to make this out of something so hard and a great mystery. Well, let me tell you, honey, if it was a great mystery, you're looking at one up here that could not do it. But I found out it is no great mystery to this thing as the preacher preached last night. It's just simple as this. As somebody that's not too good to push up their sleeves and get a shovel in their hand and take that shovel and go down to the valley and just dig and dig and dig and dig and dig and dig. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, believe with me right now. Believe with me right now. Believe with me right now. Oh, Jesus. I can't tell you the times that I've battled with this flesh. I can't tell you the times I've been awakened in the morning to get up and pray. And oh, this stinking, lazy, nasty flesh that wants everything for itself. It wants the best car, the best house, the best clothes and everything. And the best bed on top of that. And just a life of pure ease. And does not want to obey God. And does not want to be disciplined. And does not want to follow God. And does not want to do the will of God. And does not want to do the work of God. I can't tell you the times I struggle with this flesh. Hallelujah. But every time that I've been able to make it get up. Get up, you sorry flesh, get up. Get up, flesh, get up. There's some ditches to dig. You want the water, but you don't want the ditch. You don't want the shovel in your hand. You brag about it. It doesn't fit my hand. Yeah, but you want a well of water, hon. You know what's wrong today? There's too many people living off of a splashover of somebody else. There's too many of our people that have never learned how to dig them a well. They've never learned how to pray until they touch God. They don't know how to travail in the Spirit. They don't know how to walk in the Spirit. Their life is not broken as the Copeland sang today. We're not broken at the cross. It's too much flesh and too much of us. No, I don't want no shovel. That's humiliating. I'm educated. I'm this. I'm that. Look at my name. Uh, okay. 
Okay, Ephraim. Yeah, go ahead, boys, and whine around, cry around, fuss around. Joshua's got the answer for you. Complain and gripe and want somebody to give you an offering and want somebody to throw you a few nickels. Ah, no. You're lazy, boys. You're lazy, boys. You know what you need, boys? You need a shovel. You need a chainsaw. You need to go cut you down some your own wood. Oh, somebody give me something. No, nobody don't give you nothing. You don't need anybody to give you anything. Well, praise God. Hallelujah. Well, hallelujah. Looks like you could nod your head with me. Some way, somehow, in the process of you with that shovel out there in that valley, pushing it down. My God, there ain't no water down here. What am I doing out here anyway? Just go ahead and put your shovel back in the dirt again. Sweat, hot, yes. No water, none at all. But give me a shovel. Oh, ho, 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 ho. You know what thrills me about what I'm preaching about today? It's because I know without a shadow of a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt, it works. It works. It works. It works. It works. It works. Say it with me. It works. But I know what you battle with. You look at those old dry ditches so long, and the devil comes in. And he says, looks like your work is in vain. You've done all this for nothing. I wonder how many people just before their victory and before the water was going to be turned loose, they walked away in disgust. You know what hurts me worse than anything, brothers? Is when I hear somebody, some backslider, talking about this good wealth, and they never did pay their tithes right. They just didn't have the faith to do it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, I would say something about preachers too, but I'm kind of afraid to do that. I'll tell you one reason I can preach tithes because I pay tithes. He called both Shakaya Mahoy. What hurts me so bad is then to hear them, especially a preacher, and I've heard some preachers do it, it's been in the ministry, and then get so discouraged and start talking about God, talking about murmuring and complaining, grumbling how God didn't do it. Oh, Jesus. 
you're not going to pin that on my God. Ah, get out of here. I paid my tithes and it didn't happen. Get out of here. It ain't so. There's, some, there's nothing wrong with that book. There's something wrong with you, hon. And I'll tell you where it was at. It was in that faith of just go ahead and turn another shovel. Hallelujah. Have faith again and believe again. And then the Bible said, at the morning sacrifice, uh, when they got up that morning and started offering up that meat offering, making that sacrifice, that the waters turned loose and began to flow. At that morning prayer meeting. 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 That the flesh hates so much. Because you see so little results right then. And we want it to magic, lightning, flash. Fantastic stories we want to hear. Great things. And I'll tell you where all those great things are at. They're in that process of toiling. Hallelujah. While everybody stands together. Would you lift your hands right now and thank God?